Hey everybody, this is Pastor Terry. Thank you so much for stopping by Grace for a Journey podcast. Great to have you with us. If you're new, thanks for stopping by. Well, we're in Matthew chapter 14 and uh, we're in verse 22. Jesus has just performed the first really public great ministry of his ministry. Uh, now he had done the water to wine first, but this was even in a broader area to even more people. And it was the feeding of the 5,000, which we learned last time was probably closer to 20 because the biblical writers didn't count women and children. It's just how it was done back then. And, and so he feeds all of these people with just five loaves and two fish, proving that he is Lord God and King over the natural world. He can do the supernatural even in creating. And creating is an exclusive quality and value of God the Father. But because Jesus is equal with God, he could create. Remember, God created the world out of nothing. The cool phrase is ex nihilo, out of nothing God created. So Jesus has just done this great miracle. Then evening is coming and it's time for him to move on. So let's pick up in verse 22. Now immediately he made his disciples get into a boat and go before him to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. And after he dismissed the crowds, he went up to the mountain by himself to pray. Now when evening came, he was there alone. But the boat by this time was a long way from the land, beaten by the waves, for the wind was against them. So here's the picture. Jesus says, apostles, jump in the boat, go over to the other side. And so he goes away to pray. When he finishes praying, he looks down and says, oh man, the boat is a long way off. Now, what is said next is significant, and you'll miss it if you don't look at it. And it says this, now in the fourth watch of the night, he, talking about Jesus, came to them walking on the sea. Now, there is importance to the fourth watch. Now, the Roman legions used uh, eight three-hour segments to govern and organize their watches, their military uh, patrols, if you will. And the Jews began to use those eight watches as well. Now, the fourth watch is significant. It happens somewhere between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. Uh, the Jews be define it by two hours prior to sunup. So whenever they predict sunup is two hours prior to that, it's the fourth watch. Now, why is this significant? The Jews believe, and so did the Gentiles of the day, that during that fourth watch, it is the most spiritual time of the day. That the They, they sort of talked about it like this, that the layer between natural world and the supernatural world is at its thinnest. Now, it is interesting to note that the Bible specifically quotes the fourth watch a number of times. Um, here, with Jesus walking on the water, Jesus' resurrection, the announcement of Jesus' birth, and several others. So the fourth watch came, and Jesus wakes up, and he begins to move out toward them on the fourth watch. But check this out. But, but when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, it is a ghost. Now, why? Because they believe that, remember that layer between that separates, you know, the, the modern world, the now world with the spiritual world is at its thinnest. So they're thinking it's a ghost and they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them and said, take heart. It is I. Do not be afraid. Now, what happens next is phenomenal. Peter takes a lot of beating up for this, but I tell you, he's braver than I would have been. Here's what happens. Now, Peter answered said to him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, come. So Peter got out of the boat. Remember, remember the situation? Waves crash in the boat. Winds coming against them. The sea is rough. 
So it's not like he's walking out on a calm sea and if he, you know, he can just sort of float over there. He's walking out into a very troubled sea. So he says this, come. So Peter got out of the boat, walked on the water, came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind and began to be afraid, he began to sink and he cried, Lord, save me. Now Jesus immediately reached out and took his hand on and a hold of him saying, oh, you have little faith. Why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased and those in the boat worshiped him saying, truly, you are the son of God. All of this happens so the apostles can come to one reality, one conclusion. Jesus, you are who you say you are. The purpose of every miracle in the Bible is to point people to Jesus Christ himself. As God does miracles today, and he does them today, he really does. As God does these miracles today, it is for the purpose of pointing people to Jesus Christ. Hey, look to the Lord, follow him. You're gonna see him do amazing things in you, with you, and around you. I promise you will. And you're gonna find unbelievable grace for your journey. Let me pray for you. Father, as we look to you, do the amazing in us, with us, and around us so we can be worshipers of you with more knowledge, right, Lord, and just more understanding. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Well, God bless you, and we'll talk to you again next time.